Well, hello, friends. This is P.W., Pastor Wallace here on the broadcast that comes to you on a weekly basis. I'm so glad to be a part of your your life and your listening, and I appreciate you taking the opportunity to tune in to our broadcast on leadership. Leaders lead. That's what we believe. That's what we practice. And uh, what I want to share with you today is the subject of challenge. And um, we'll come back in a moment and uh, just allow you to uh, let this sink in for just a second. We're not going to be talking about challenge in the lives of you as a leader to other people. We're talking about personal challenge, some of the challenges that we face as leaders when we're entrusted to uh, take a group or a team of people or a church or whatever capacity you find yourself in. We're going to be talking about how those personal challenges come to you as a leader. So let's pray together and ask God's help, and then we'll jump right in. Father, in Jesus' name, mighty and strong, we come before you with gratitude in our hearts, God, for all that you have assigned to us. Lord, we thank you that you teach us, you train us, you nurture us, you help us to fulfill the call that you've placed on our life to be leaders. And I pray that you would help us today as we look at the subject of challenge personally in Jesus' strong name. Amen. Welcome to today's episode of the PW Podcast, where leaders learn to lead. In every episode, you get front row seating to transparent, practical conversations between host Wallace Phillips and successful leaders from the marketplace to the ministry. The result? Your leadership will gain greater clarity, purpose, and charisma. So get ready. Change starts now. Amen. Well, I want to begin by simply... um, uh, defining what I try to do each time is try to define, you know, the word that we're using today, we're using the word challenge. And so, um, in my quick, uh, research, just, just hitting Google to say, Hey, what does challenge mean? I find it quite interesting because the word challenge, uh, it simply means a call to take part in a contest or a competition, a call to take part in a contest or a competition. That's one of the uh, one of the meanings of it. And I thought that was quite interesting because the challenge, the contest, the competition that we have oftentimes as a leader is competition with the enemy. You know, the enemy of our soul would love to destroy us. He would love to distract us. He would love to get us off the path. Think about what Jesus said. He said, the thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He wants to steal your joy that you have in being a, a godly leader. He wants to steal your capacity to influence people. He wants to steal all of these things that would really disqualify you. And so it's important for us to stay focused and stay on task. And, and we are in a battle. We are in a competition. We are in a contest. In fact, um, the Word of God here is clear. I'm going to use several scriptures in this um, in this subject today. The Word of God is clear in the book of James. It says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. I think you could easily say, uh, you could replace that word trials with challenges. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you face challenges of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith will produce steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. I know as a Christian leader, sometimes we struggle 
um, we struggle in the in the realm of leadership, especially when it comes to you know trial and challenges and tests. And you know, I, I was just talking to a pastor earlier today, and um, you know, one one specific subject came up, and uh, that that we as pastors face sometimes. And I said, you know, you're absolutely right. I said, I just spoke with an individual this week uh, on that very subject as it related to him and to me as fellow team members. And we're trying to, here we go, iron this out, uh, reduce the conflict, reduce the tension. But, you know, I said we were going to talk about challenge personally, and that's exactly what that is. It's challenge for us personally because you and I are influencers. You and I are the ones that God has called to influence other people, to mold them, to shape them, to mentor them. And sometimes it becomes really uh, uh, challenging. It becomes a real test for us because, you know, we get frustrated and we're we're tempted to get into the flesh and uh, we're tempted to say things or even do things that may not be the best possible solution uh, when it comes to, you know, to facing uh, that particular challenge or, or to meet the goal of bringing resolve to it. And, and, and James here says, listen, you need to count it all joy because when you face these challenges uh, of various kinds, know this, that, that the testing of your faith will produce a steadfastness. One thing I've learned as a leader is that when God allows you to go through conflict, be it personal or interpersonal relationships within your team, then God always, hear me, he always teaches you something uh, in, in that challenge. He does. He causes you to be better equipped for the next time. And, and then you you have something in your inventory to say, oh, you know, I've, I've, I've faced this giant before, or I've faced this task before, and I know what happened last time. And so I'm better prepared, hear me, better prepared this time because of what happened last time. James is a good, solid verse on that. And I said, I said, I was going to share, you know, scriptures to help us tonight because the word of God is, uh, is quick and powerful is sharper than any two-edged sword, and and it it helps us uh, to meet the challenges that we face in our lives as leaders. In Philippians, Paul reminds us, he said, you know what? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And when you and I get in a, a, a specific challenge in our own personal life or either in our personal or interpersonal relationships in life as a leader— you know, we have to rely on the strength of God. We have to rely on the on the strength of the Lord to help us along the journey. And um, I think Paul has nailed it here when he says, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Have you ever gone through a challenge um, in your own life or in or with your life as it relates to another leader, and you had this sense of dread, like, oh, no, man, Tuesday, I've got to meet with this person or or Wednesday, I've got an appointment to sit down, and maybe your spouse will say, what are you meeting with them for? And say, well, you know, we're trying to iron out this little issue we had, uh, you know, to arise here the last couple of weeks. And so always, you you know, you're looking forward, uh, not anticipating and looking forward to it in an exciting way, but you're always staring at that possibility to work this challenge out. And And Paul reminds us, listen, you can do this. You can do all things because Christ says, I am your strength. And the reason that he's your strength 
is because, you know, you've been down some of these paths before. The reason that he's your strength is because he allows the Holy Spirit to speak to you and to give you a sense of direction, a sense of peace in the midst of this storm, so to speak. And, and you know, God does provide strength through various ways. And even through his word, when when you are, are called to the task of facing challenges, either personally in your own life um, or interpersonal relationships with other team members, you know, sometimes God will just drop a, a scripture in your spirit and it will feed you. It will it will prepare you. It will it will equip you for the road ahead. And uh, another one uh, is is found in Philippians. I think Paul does a great job on this one too. And it really deals with the whole the whole aspect of anxiety. He says in Philippians four verse number six, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication." And thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. I love this verse because Paul, um, the apostle, is basically telling us, I love the play on words. Notice what it says here again. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. Okay, that just kills it right there. You don't have the right, and you shouldn't exercise the right to, to just walk in anxiety because you have the understanding that Paul has said, in everything, this is your choice, not anxiety, but this is your choice. You can pray about it. You can you can bring your prayers of petition to the Lord concerning that. And then here's the powerful part. And with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And God will delight, my friends, in, in releasing to you the strength that you need, releasing to you the wisdom that you need, to walk through this specific challenge. You know, I believe I'm speaking to people right now who are listening today, who maybe you find yourself in a challenging spot. Maybe you're in a contest you didn't really want to sign up for because there's some challenge in your own life or a challenge with the life of a team member. And you say, man, how did I get here? Why can't, you know, why can't they just, why can't they just submit? Why can't they just come in line? Why can't they just follow my direction? Well, because God has called you to teach them. Okay. Hear me now. God has called you to lead them. Leaders do what? Leaders lead. Leaders chart the path. Leaders uh, direct the you know direct the path in which we're going to walk down. Because we're like you know we're like the Moses guy. We we've gone to the mountain. We've heard the directives that God has given us as the key man or the key woman in this context of being a leader. And you've heard the Lord speak, and you've heard the Lord give you the download on these directions. And so, you know, you should walk forward, not with anxiety, but with a sense of confidence. And you can rest assured that you can begin to thank him. Here's a here's just an example. Maybe you've got a maybe you've got a meeting set up on a Wednesday and 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 it's Monday, and you've, you know, you got to the office or you opened up your laptop at home or however you serve. And you can say, God, I look at on my calendar here, and I've got this meeting with John Doe on Wednesday. So, Lord, I just thank you now that you're going to go before me. I'm just giving you uh, the adoration and the praise right now because I'm asking you, God, to fulfill Philippians 4.6 in my heart. Fulfill that in my life because Wednesday, Lord, I have a calendar meeting, a setup appointment to deal with a conflict that I'm not looking forward to. So I just, with gratitude in my heart today, say thank you, Lord, 
for helping me with that. Thank you for going before me. Thank you for paving the way. Thank you for providing the right spirit for me to approach the, the you know, with confidence for me to approach this challenge, knowing God that you're going to help me here. And I just give you praise for that. I'm not going to be anxious. I choose not to be anxious, but I choose God to be thankful. I choose to express gratitude for what you are going to accomplish in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now you say, Wallace, that's too simple. No, it's, yeah, no, it's not simple. It can be challenging sometimes, but I'm giving you the biblical foundation for how you should approach contest challenges that you didn't sign up for, uh, but that have come your way in, in your life as a leader. And then I want to share another verse of scripture. It seems like I'm loading you up in this broadcast today with just, you know, some, some key verses that I think will be helpful. But hey, what is better, God's word or my word, right? Let's follow God's word. Let's follow his path. And then, uh, you know, maybe when it comes to an issue that you're dealing with, not only are you going to deal with anxiety, but what about trust? Do you trust God to help you? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, I'm using the English Standard Version here. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. That's, that's, that's a challenge right there. Trusting in Him with every detail. Trusting in Him with every piece of the puzzle. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on simply your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge Him and he will straighten the path out, okay? That's my version on the end there. Trust him with all, with all of it, and guess what he's going to do? He's going to straighten the path out. Sometimes I can think back in my life as a leader, and maybe I've had one of those appointments on the schedule where you know I wasn't looking forward to it, and then my wife would say, hey, how did the meeting go? And I'd say, you know what? God took care of it all. God took care of every bit of it. Why? Because I did not lean to my understanding but I acknowledge, God, you are the one that can help me here. I need your wisdom. I need your direction. I need your help here because I'm in over my head. And I don't want to get in the flesh. I don't want to falter or fail in this. I don't want to fall into anxiety, but I want to trust you with everything. And God will help you with that. He really will. Uh, Proverbs 3 again, chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and trust him to be the one who directs your path. God is so faithful. He will do that. I wonder if you're listening today and maybe, you know, maybe your battle is more of a personal thing. Maybe you struggle with uh, self-esteem or maybe you struggle with self-worth and self-value. Then I know of no better uh resource for you than God's word that is able to build you up in your faith. God's word that is able to lend to you courage that you may not have. God's word that is able to help you and equip you in ways and means that you just simply are, are not a natural at. I hear people say to me a lot of times, they'll say, you know, Pastor Wallace, I listen to your preaching. Man, I love your preaching. You're just a natural. Can I just tell you something? I labor to, to be an effective leader in terms of public ministry, pulpit speaking, preaching the gospel, evangelizing, whatever task that God has called me to. Maybe I'm speaking at a conference, and I just made a post uh, last week on Facebook 
you know, asking the question, how long does it take to prepare a sermon? Man, that's a challenge in itself. And I said, really, the best answer is a lifetime. It takes my entire life, the things that God has allowed me to walk through, the circumstances, the situations, the uh, the different obstacles that I've faced in my life have all thoroughly equipped me to move forward and, and prepare out of experience things that God has taught me along the way. But really, I said, hey, let's be honest about it. As I look at my sermon preparation on a regular basis, I will spend, now hold on to your seat, I will spend anywhere from 20 to 30 hours in a week on preparing one single message. And then you know what happens? When that message is over, guess what? You got to hit reset and you got to start all over again, especially in your if you're serving in a capacity like I am. I've been pastoring the same church for over 30 years. And so you know, you have to you have to uh, face the challenge of being fresh and being excited and being inspirational with the same people that have been following your ministry, listening to your voice, following your directives for all of these years. And so it become can become quite a challenge, and you can walk in some anxiety with that. Oh, no, I, I've got to get something prepared here. Well, the way that I handle that is I choose to preach off of a calendar. I choose to look ahead, and I choose to to fill in the places that I know are natural things, like like uh, just recently, Easter, Easter weekend, preaching on the resurrection. Didn't have a, a, a question at all, what is the subject going to be? It's going to be about the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. The, the week before that, Palm Sunday, didn't have a question at all about what I was going to be speaking about. I'm going to speak on the triumphal entry of Jesus coming into Jerusalem. But, you know, you fill in all of those what I call pigeonholes. When you look at the calendar, you can fill in the, the Resurrection Day, the Palm Sunday, the Father's Day, the Mother's Day. You can fill in all of those special days, and then you can ask the Lord to download to you a plan, a certain book of the Bible, a, a certain subject when it comes to the Scriptures, and ask the Lord to help you, and then you can basically plan and strategize uh, a series of messages, and it takes all of the all of the challenge out of being caught with uh, you know with maybe short notice, and you don't really know what you're going to do. Listen, the same God that can speak to you about a message in a, a given week can speak to you about an entire season of the year, or an entire year, or an entire calendar. God is able to help you to pass that contest and to pass that challenge. So I would encourage you, listen to these uh, nuggets that I'm sharing with you today, and let them let them help you to be a more effective, more prepared leader. Listen to what James says uh, concerning times of testing and trials and challenges. He said in James chapter 1, verse, verse 12, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood that test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. The principle here is, is uh, steadfastness. Blessed is the one who remains faithful. Blessed is the one who does not allow the trial to distract or deter them, and they remain a strong, solid trustworthy leader, even through challenging times. That's what we're talking about today, friends. So let me ask you something. Where are you 
in in relation to personal challenges or even interpersonal challenges on your staff or on your team? Are you at a struggling spot? If you are, please feel free to reach out to me. I'd be available to coach you, to help you along the way. Please feel free to do that. Uh, you can reach me by simply a text message, 252-287-7572. You can respond to this uh, podcast just by simply making a response, and I'll reach out to you. I'd, I'd love to help you along the way because you know what? God wants you to be successful. And as a fellow Christian leader, I want you to be successful. I don't want challenges to deter you or distract you from the mission that God has assigned to you. You want to finish strong. You want to finish effectively, and you want to make sure that you're the leader that God has called you to be all along the way. Friends, I'm glad that we have a chance to talk about this subject this week. And I, I trust that you will take these passages of Scripture that I've shared with you uh, on this broadcast and, and, and digest them, take them into your spirit, knowing that anxiety is really not the option for you. Gratitude and thanksgiving is, is the better option. Being grateful for the task that God has assigned to you, even being grateful for the challenge that you're facing, knowing that God is going to use it for a teaching moment. God is going to prepare you so that you can help prepare others. God is going to prepare you so that next time you'll be more equipped to face the challenge that uh, that you that you have before you. So let me pray with you today as we as we come to the close of the PW podcast, Father. It's in the name of Jesus. We we thank you, God, for helping us. We thank you, God, for helping us to undergo the specific challenges that we face in ministry, that call, that competition, that contest that you've assigned to us, God, that may seem to us as, as somewhat devastating, but God, you've called us to walk through the very trials of our life, the very challenges of our life with victory and not defeat. I speak peace. I speak blessing. I speak confidence. I speak hope. I I speak, God, positive things over those that are listening today that may be facing challenges. Maybe it's in the business world. Maybe it's in the ministry world. Maybe it's in the life of leading a small group. Whatever the task is, God, I pray your divine help. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Friends, thank you for being a part of the PW podcast today. Share this with your friends, would you? Who knows, they may be in the contest of their life and they may find a tremendous value in just hearing the word of God mentioned and expounded upon just in illustrations that I've shared today. Thanks for being a a regular listener and a supporter of the PW podcast. You have a great week now, won't you? God bless. Welcome to today's episode of the PW Podcast, where leaders learn to lead. In every episode, you get front row seating to transparent, practical conversations between host Wallace Phillips and successful leaders from the marketplace to the ministry. The result? Your leadership will gain greater clarity, purpose, and charisma. So get ready. Change starts now. You've been listening to the PW Podcast, where leaders learn to lead with host Wallace Phillips. Thank you for lending us your ear today. Whether you're commuting, at the gym, or on a run, thank you for listening. And please subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information, visit leaderslead.live. Till next time.